So we know we got a mighty God is at work in all of us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And like it says in Philippians 2.13, for it's God which worketh in you, he's energizing you both to will and to do of his good pleasure you know you are equal to anything and ready to anything through him who infuses inner strength into you so these heavenly words are coming from god as we speak in lifetime to minister to the needs of the people directly in front of us so when we are being led by the spirit of god because we're looking to god we're not depending upon our own resources or our own knowledge or our own education but we're dependent upon God to give us his words of power, his words of deliverance, his words of direction, his words of strength. Like when Jesus ministered to people, God was working in him, and it was God working in Christ, reconciling the world back to himself. So when he ministered, God wanted to impart the kingdom of God, his power, his love, his acts of power through someone. He had to have a contact point in the earth to deliver his message and if he didn't then he would have just spoken out to everyone wouldn't he so god raises up men and women in each generation those that are going to look to him and now he's risen up millions billions of people that are looking to him and he's working in them in lifetime to speak into people's lives to bring them to a knowledge of what god had done through jesus christ and this is the great gospel of Christ. I mean, this good news, this gospel, it means good news. It's so good of what God has done. And for our minds to try and comprehend that is very, it's very hard to comprehend everything. But with the spiritual mind, we can receive these things. So we got a carnal mind and we got a spiritual mind. We can act from the carnal mind, the feelings, the thoughts, the emotions, the things that are going on around us. Or we can walk with the mind of Christ. There's therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus made us free from the law and sin and death. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So God really shows us through the scriptures how to walk with him and how to be strong in him, how to bring his solutions to world's problems. The answer is Jesus Christ and what he done and what he accomplished. So Jesus Christ accomplished our complete health. He accomplished our healing. He accomplished our wealth. He accomplished our wisdom and knowledge and joy. And we can have that spiritual wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And it all comes through that spiritual man. So God wants us to stay activated with him. We set our hearts to God. We wake up in the morning. We speak in tongues. We pray. We also say what we want and not what we see. We declare those promises over our life. And we tell people what is available to them right now. That right now you can be healed and it's received by faith. It's received through the heavenly words being spoken to you right now. This is what Jesus Christ made available. And how Jesus Christ ministered and how he spoke and how he acted, we can move in that same way. Because we got the Spirit of God now. we got that God connection. Jesus Christ reconciled us back to God. And when we believed on him and that he is the Son of God and we made him Lord and we believe God raised him from the dead, then we received the Spirit of God. Now we have the direct access to God and we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, right? Everyone on here believes what Jesus Christ done. He healed the sick, he raised the dead, he cleansed the lepers. 
And Jesus Christ said, Truly, truly, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Not only did he heal people, he cast out devil spirits. He had complete authority. And now we've got that authority. Now we're seated at the right-hand side of God in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And this is where we live from. We are in this world physically, but spiritually we live from the right hand of God. And it's through the words that we bring those spiritual realities of the kingdom of God into manifestation into the earth. We are now the contact points in this earth to do God's will and good pleasure. We are now the ones that reconcile men and women back to God by being led by God, by letting God open the doors, by speaking when he wants us to speak, and knowing that we got this great authority. All devils are under your feet. So there's the the heavenly realm of the kingdom of God. Then you've got the, the kingdom of Satan, you know, the spiritual level. So between earth and the kingdom of God is Satan's realm. And then you've got this world that we're in. And we are far above this world and Satan's world, his spiritual realm. So we are very, 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 very powerful people. And it's just the case of believing that. The scriptures say, as he is, so are we in this world. These words, as he is, think about that. How do you see yourself when you hear those words? We know they're in the scriptures. We've heard them said many times. But do we believe we are as he is? I believe that now. God has worked with my faith and brought me to the point that I can understand that everything that Christ did, that I'm able to do, because I believe on my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and what he done. And so with this great confidence, devil knows, the devils, they know, if you're believing who you are in Christ. And when they know that you're believing who you are, they are scared. And they don't want you to think that. They want you to think that they have authority over you, that you better watch this and you better watch that. All we have to do is look only to God and be led by God and speak those wonderful heavenly words which are life. Jesus said, my words, they are spirit and life. Your words now are also spirit and life. When you are speaking from God, when you are being energized by God, your words are spirit and life and they are creative force. Okay, negative words also are a creative force. But these heavenly words are a creative force and you can change everything in your life. Your words literally affect the matter in your life. Your words can affect water. There's been experiments done with frozen water where people have spoken certain negative words to certain frozen water that's been uh, crystallized and then good words. And the shapes of these water crystals are completely different from each other because our words are also energy. They're energy. They're living energy. Like for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two are short. It's living energy. Your words are living energy and it affects everything. Even your emotions affect the things around you. You can walk in a room and know if someone's depressed or feeling down. It's giving out something. Your thoughts are also giving out something. It transmits, right? We've got to understand this. 
and you know Jesus could perceive people's faults because he had the spirit of God in them and he was like a higher frequency than the people in this world because he was moving with the living God that spirit is superior the Holy Spirit that God's given us is superior to any authority of the enemy any authority of little devils they are totally under your feet you are way past above them so God wants us to stay activated with him and we do this by keeping our focus on God so when things like Christmas comes up it's really wonderful to have the family time presents and getting together but it stops for some people the momentum of keeping hot with God we, we can get comfortable with the things around us and God wants us to enjoy life he wants us to be happy and for me happiness is staying with God happiness is keeping on it with God keeping that momentum of the practice of what I'm doing with God every day so it's not like I've got to come back after Christmas and I've got to real kind of get myself back together get refocused you can be focused every single day and through that day even when things come up and so God wants us to keep our focus on him and the things he is working in our hearts and the things we know to practice God says keep doing that just keep doing that he's working in you he's reminding you Jesus job was to encourage people to go to God and to reconcile men and women back to God and that's yours and my job now our words should be great words of encouragement great words to keep people focused with God and know the scriptures say all scripture is given by inspiration of God it's God inspired so it was recorded down but those words were inspired from God and they were profitable beneficial the words I'm speaking to you now are very beneficial I'm not premeditating anything I'm saying it's being energized and so when we receive these words with a will in a meek heart then it will inspire faith in you to do it will inspire faith in you to be practicing these things to follow this encouragement someone that is focused with God and wants to move with God and to see people come from darkness to light to see their own lives changed and their own lives benefited will be listening to every word being spoken if I was literally Jesus Christ sat here now you would be hanging on to every word it's just a different face but I got the spirit of God in me and it's called Christ in me and so God is now giving these words through me and through you when you speak in your situations where you are and we have to be fully persuaded of these things you are as he is and so God wants you to move in that direction trust in him not lean into your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledge him so when we speak we are speaking words from the right hand of God we speak good words and we speak like it's already done so when I say we're moving God's word in all of the UK, Europe, USA and other places it's done everything's already prepared now there's a new era opening up in Norwich and in Ipswich and so this is a desire a desire that started in Amber and we had this one on one and I was saying yeah like even Ipswich and I didn't know Ipswich was next door to Norwich until we looked it up on the map and I said okay that's like confirmation from God this area we claim and this area is ours so now there will be fellowships in Norwich 
and Ipswich. There will be fellowship. It will become. It's already done. And, you know, Sangate and the believers, they started speaking this way in India without even realizing they would do it. They would always say it's done. It's a done deal. And it really is, because when you're speaking from the right-hand side of God, God doesn't play around with words. When he's energizing you to say these things, they will come to pass. So even Jesus said it. You know, he said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, whosoever. Death and life is in the power of the tongue, right? So what we say and we believe in our heart, also energized by the Heavenly Father, will come to pass. So now God will arrange through the words given spoken, I'm speaking now, I'm speaking these words from God, that Norwich and Ipswich will have fellowships in there. And God will open up that door. Now I've I've spoken it forth so God can go to work on those words through the desire that He's put in our heart. I don't even never been to Ipswich, never been to Norwich. Amber never really kind of heard of it until it comes to her mind to say, right? We hear the still small voice of God. It may sound crazy, but we speak these things forth in faith. It will happen. And also, we will move. And we are already moving the word in all of the UK, all of Europe, and USA. It will start to manifest. Just like when you plant a seed in the ground, you don't see it grow. But the seed of that is growing downwards, it's it's establishing roots. And as it's fed and watered, it comes up through the ground, producing whatever type of seed it was that you sown. Again, Proverbs says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Your words are seed and will produce fruit. So what are we saying? Oh, we know, well, it's it's really hard to move the word in our area because it's predominantly Baptist or Methodist. The culture here is this way, so it's really hard to break through it. Well, that's going to be hard for you to break through because that's where your faith is. That's where your confession is. And that is what will be. So we change our confession. We know that the first thing we need to really remember is that nothing is impossible with God nothing is impossible with our heavenly father we don't see with our physical eyes we see with our spiritual eyes so when i say fellowship would be in norwich and ipswich this will become however long that takes it's going to become now it's been spoken forth i'm prophesying that forth now i will water that with that confession the desire didn't start with me it started in amber and then as we were speaking, then Ipswich come up. And then we said, let's, let's see where Ipswich is. And they're right next door to each other. God was directing. So now there would be some actions to take. And they're already in plan. So God is working and we follow the lead of God. We follow him. We are led by the Spirit of God. As he shows us to move, we move. As he shows us to speak, we speak. And then we demonstrate his power, like through the words he gives us when someone needs ministering to. We do it with faith. We can't physically see the healing, but we see it in our minds and heart. We see that person restored. I've been sharing with you, you've got to be kind of like an actor. Play the part. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, it's not fake it till you make it, because someone will turn around and say, oh, he's saying, basically saying fake it till you make it. We're not faking nothing, because we believe what we're saying. And if our hearts and our mouth is correlated and it's energized by God, it will come to pass. And if an unbeliever can speak and bring things to pass by their words, how much more will we, when we speak by God, will those things happen? 
and like I said our words affect the matter around you it affects things it changes things it has an effect when you tell someone they're no good you're rubbish you're just a pain in the backside I don't like you around you'll never amount to much what are you speaking into someone's life they're going to believe that it's going to have an effect so your words the heavenly words has a wonderful effect it changes lives it changes hearts and so we speak these wonderful words of encouragement to to people's life like Jesus did he spoke wonderful words and he spoke the heavenly words of encouragement directing and connecting people back to God we don't say what we see with our physical eyes or from our carnal thoughts we speak the heavenly words which God is working in us to speak these heavenly words are quick powerful and sharper they're living energy they're words from God they're unlimited words and they have the force of God and again these words are very creative so God has given us great authority and power and our feelings don't come into it whether we feel like it or not we don't let that affect us we are not true to our feelings right God doesn't want you to be true to your feelings but to the truth we are true to the truth we stick with the truth what God says even when we don't feel great we decide to speak God inspired words just like with the manifestations the manifestation is your operation of the God given ability of the spirit of God within you you decide when you're going to speak in tongues you decide when you're going to interpret you decide when you're going to bring forth a word of prophecy you're to operate the word of knowledge the word of wisdom discern the spirits and faith miracles and healings and God is working in you right so whether it is visible or not we have incredible power and authority given to us by God through the gift of the Holy Spirit within us and again I'll say it again death and life are in the power of the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit of thereof what have you been saying about your health what have you been saying about your relationships what have you been saying about your bank balance what have you been saying about other believers in your fellowship what have you been saying about the outreach and growth of the movement of God's word where you live because if you say well it's just a hard area people's hearts are hard and this all these people they're all type type of woke people and gays and lesbians and all transgender if we focus on the negatives that's what you keep recreating and seeing in your in front of you but when you change your focus when you change your focus and allow God to work in you when we see with the eyes of God those spiritual senses see we got five senses hearing seeing smelling tasting and touching they're our carnal senses but we've also got spiritual senses we're to exercise those spiritual senses of hearing seeing smelling tasting and touching the just shall live by faith not by sight faith is the substance of things hoped for we have to see it in the spiritual before we see it manifest in the physical faith will get you what you're believing for there may be something that you're believing for that's in this world but you don't have the resources to get it but if you see it in your mind and you're praying you're believing you're saying what God says about you can have that nothing is impossible to you who believe if you can speak unto a mountain to be removed you can speak a mountain to come to you right but we don't want to speak a mountain to come to us we want it out of the way so like I said before in my other couple of sharings when I've talked about confession and the authority of our words 
if your bank balance is dead, raise it from the dead. You speak abundance into your bank balance. You need to think prosperously. You need to think healthily. And as you think that way, God is working in you and moving you into that direction. And so God is at work greatly in you. And just remember, it's not from you. You can't, do the, you can't produce spiritual things from your carnal mind. But it's as it's energized by God, as we are led of God. We can't do nothing in our own strength, effort, ability. We can use our knowledge, we can use our intellect, but if it's not anointed with God, if it's not inspired, if it's not that spiritual wisdom and revelation, then you're going to hit blank walls. So God can perfectly direct you like a sat-nav directs a car once you put the postcode in or the SIP code in. God can direct you directly to that person or that person to you. And God can show you not only through the spirit not only through scripture not only through someone else but he can give you visions dreams revelations we're to walk in the realm of the miraculous we're to bring and manifest the kingdom of god here on the earth because the kingdom of god is within you and so it comes it starts within and then starts to manifest out you've got holy spirit within you and the first evidence of that power that you've got within you when you got born again was when you spoke in tongues right that was an evidence, that was a sign, a token, that yes, I have the spirit of the living God. And you have authority over devils. Don't see your problem, or devils, you know, people put devil spirits in categories, like there's five-star general devil spirits, four-star, three-star. Listen, devil spirits are devil spirit, whatever category or rank they are, and they're way beneath your feet. Because they're under the feet of Christ, you're in Christ, they're under your feet. So let's be bold. There's no fear, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And we don't listen to other people's voices. We want to listen to the voice of God. We want to bring forth the deliverance of God. And if you want to know what walking in love is, walking in love is being led by that spirit of God and doing the things that he's put in your heart, bringing God's deliverance to people. Because there's so many people that are sat in darkness. There's so many people that are in the shadow of death. There's so many people that needs deliverance. There's so many people that need to be set free. And we need to overcome our unbelief in the areas that these people can be set free because listen if there is someone crippled there and you think there's no how are they going to be healed it's not down to you it's down to you to speak forth the words of life so faith comes because when you speak faith comes faith comes so that people can receive and then God is working in that situation I've seen this so many times when I minister to people they don't have any faith and when you say look do you, do you want to be healed you can be healed right now you can be healed right now. And when we do that, then faith comes and then their expectation begins to rise. And then you work with their faith. And then you minister as God directs you. You can pray if you want before you minister. Or you can go straight in and minister. Say, be healed. Stretch forth your hand. Devils go. You can just at a command of your word because they're the words of God coming from you. God is directing it and energizing it. Devils are afraid of you. They don't want you to wake up to the power that God's given you and who you really are. They don't want you to really recognize who you are. So they're bringing different doctrines that sound really great, but it keeps you blind to who you are and that you have great authority and that God has given you the authority and it's up to you to exercise that authority. 
and it's up to you to encourage people that they can do the same you can do the same works if you believe the same works that Jesus Christ done you can do and greater that come out of the mouth of our wonderful Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ whom God raised from the dead and sat at his right hand side and that's what is expected from us if we believe signs, miracles and wonders follow us that believe so let's start prophesying into our life as God energizes you he might give you an area and your and our brains might say well you don't know no one in that area but if God's put an error in your heart you go with it I never forget and I'll say it again Sharma wonderful Indian leader first time at a leaders meeting and he was called upon to share his desires he didn't have any but when he got up there God gave him words and he said oh you know I want to move the word in Calcutta and who was in Calcutta his family or family members or a cousin or something like that and so he so from that he understood his direction so he went to Calcutta and from there I mean there's thousands upon thousands of believers in the area I've been there a few times I went there when it started when there was like 11 12 people there and we ministered to the lady down there uh, one of the leaders uh, mother she was blind in one eye she had a cancerous tumor she couldn't see out of her eye and I got to minister to her nothing happened I was like wow nothing happened like you know I thought she was going to be healed right there and then but it was a few days later that we found out that same night when people asked who are these people from the west that come to your house and she started to share her eye opened and then that was in the February uh, February 2000 something it was the leaders meeting we traveled a lot of us traveled down on a train with Sangat to Calcutta area and then I went back in the September to Calcutta again and from those 11 people there were thousands and this lady that same night she shared what we done and God opened her eyes she could see she could see from her eye she went back to the hospital there was no cancer there there was no tumor there a miracle of God see God has given us the authority to use it it's God's power so he gets the glory and you know and I'm not here to argue with anyone over doctrine you either believe what's being said and do it or you don't and I've chosen to believe you have to make people don't like this word and I will bring this up committed decision you have to make a committed decision now in the old ministry that I belong to it's used in a lot a, a more negative way to get people to do what they wanted to do but that word just indicates to you what heart you need and like I said when I went to India the last time I went I've been to India over 20 times guys the last time was I, I flew out to India was March the 11th 2020 and it wasn't until we got caught in the lockdown I'm in Sandgate's front room and God says do everything this man's encouraging I said yes Lord I'll do it and I made a committed decision that I was going to do that and I would not turn back from that decision there was just this inner strength without effort from me to keep to that commitment when I come back home before I went there was no Danny activated there was no Amber activated there was no Becky Jancy activated and when I come back then it started with Amber, Danny and Becky and these guys there is a, it's a miracle guys I can tell there's only God 
these guys just become humble God must have done something in their heart they was asking questions and then I just shared what I've just shared with you now I said you've got to make a committed decision are you going to do it or not and so when I shared this with these guys I didn't know the effects of the words I was speaking but they went away individually and then made their own committed decisions with God you can ask Danny and you can ask Amber and you can ask Becky I don't tell them what to do if they don't come to me they don't get anything because I'm not pursuing them because the hungry ones will pursue you the hungry ones will come after you you can know the hungry ones the other people will just be floating from fellowship to fellowship to fellowship to fellowship where is the focus there? you're going from doctrine to doctrine well we, we can fellowship with our brothers yes we can if it's led by God but God will have you connected somewhere to be fed where you can focus the scriptures say God has placed each member in the body where it has pleased him Paul said this God had it recorded down for us what does that mean? where he plants you is where you're going to grow where he wants you to connect is where you're going to flourish and grow then it's down to you whether you do it or not I don't follow up on people if they're not going to do it, they're not going to do it. If they're not going to speak in tongues, they're not going to speak in tongues. If they're not going to do these declarations that will be beneficial for them, or they're not going to connect, they're not going to come to fellowship, I don't chase anyone. Because it's not on me. That's, on, that's God's job, to work in that person's heart. My job is to feed God's people, to anoint the fields with oil and feed his people through the Spirit of God he is working in me, times we go to scriptures, you can go and listen back to this audio like I say it many times and you can see what I'm saying in the scriptures if you're very good at your scriptures right, like we all say we are you know we've taken this class, that class and we've researched this, we'll come and prove me wrong what I'm saying, there might be some misunderstandings but that can be very much uh, clarified in fact someone that is a lay if I'm sharing and they haven't caught what I said they will actually, a labourer will come and say what did you mean, I didn't agree I didn't understand what you were saying Lawrence then it can be clarified and I had this happen to me the other day I said something to uh, a believer and they said well I don't understand that to be honest but do you know what blessed me I knew this person was a true labourer because a true labourer will come and ask you and find out and I was able to clarify what I said and they got the full understanding of it and it reminds me just like with Jesus when he was with his disciples he would speak in parables and you know the disciples come to him why are you speaking them in parables and Jesus said you're given the keys of the kingdom why because they come and ask they were hungry he had many disciples but his nucleus was twelve I'm not looking for masses of people. I'm looking for the laborers. From the laborers will come the masses because they're the ones that will be doing it. They're the ones that will be walking with God, speaking forth the heavenly words, healing people, bringing God's deliverance. I'm also doing it as well. And so because that's all of our work. All of our job is to speak forth the gospel concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, what he made available, and the power of God that we've received today. And the power is under your nose to release this power is under your nose it's called your mouth and it's down to the words you speak whether you're going to speak carnal words whether you're going to speak traditional words of man's doctrine or whether you're going to speak the heavenly words from God that's the difference and so I'm pretty bold to speak these things now because I know, it's, I know it works I know it's true I've seen the deliverance people are getting I see what I say come to me and God is really, really at work, guys. And it's up to you. I'm doing it. 
I don't care if anyone walks away from me because it's not on me it's on God to work in that person and it's on God to work in me I love people but I can't make anyone do anything I can't make you connect I can't make you honor God I don't look to do all of those things I can't make you speak in tongues but I can encourage you these wonderful encouraging words and that's what Jesus did he encouraged people but it was up to them to take the action to go to God with all of their hearts to seek the Father Father I want this show me what do I do and God will start to arrange for you perfectly what you need and where you need to be fed and what you need to be practicing so that you can manifest these wonderful things if you want great abundance one of the practices is honoring God so when you do that with all your heart and a pure heart understanding that you're honoring God is not giving you the money to your minister but it's worth worshiping God when I send my honor in God I'm I'm not even thinking about the person I'm sending to I know it's got to go there that's where God wants me to send it but I'm thinking that I'm worshiping my father that he's taking great care of me and then when you start doing that you start to see God bless you not only in that area that you've sown your seed but you'll see him giving you all favor in every, every other areas and it's a great practice to do you know I never used to do it properly years ago I was kind of half-hearted with it and if, if you're going to I shared on the Monday leaders meeting with, uh, with Danny, Amber and Becky is, uh, is their, they're the Bristol leaders here and they've done a leaders meeting and they asked me to share and I just shared if you're going to do anything do it with all your heart be dedicated be devoted don't be distracted don't be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine receive the words where you're being fed go and practice that that's enough to do right there and if you're taking this class, that class, reading that book, looking at this YouTube channel, this website over here, and listening over there, you're going to get confused. You're going to be numbed. You're going to be numbed. See, Jesus said, those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. And if you're feeding yourself from everywhere else, you're not going to be hungry when the truth's there. Because you've already filled yourself with junk. And it's just like me and a load of junk food. And then Kim's done this beautiful meal for me. And when it comes to, oh, I'm not hungry, love. Uh, I, I, I don't want that. I'll come back to it later or I'll listen later. It's the same thing. If, if I eat sweets and crisps, you know, uh, chips. You, you Americans call them chips. We call them crisps. And if I'm, you know, from the bag and I'm eating them and then I have something else and a bar of chocolate and then Kim's done this beautiful meal, I'm not going to be so hungry. Oh, love, I don't, I, I don't really want to eat. And that's what happens when we go uh, a spiritual whoring, listen to this thing, that thing, that thing over there, and it dumbs you down. It, it, it takes away that hunger for truth which sets you free and truth which keeps you moving with God and truth which keeps you hot. And like I was saying, I mentioned scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God or woman of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works, right? So even when we're speaking by the Spirit of God, there will be those three elements in there. Doctrine, reproof, and correction. Because God loves us, and he wants to keep us on track. He wants us to keep us moving forward. And if our hearts are humble and our hearts are willing, we receive all of that. And we're moved because we know it's beneficial for us. We know it's done with love. We know it's not done condemning. Oh, you're off the bird. You're doing this wrong and getting in people's face. We don't do that. We just speak forth what needs to be spoken forth in love, which I'm doing very clearly, very distinctly now. And God really wants this year is going to be an amazing year. Right? There's going to be great multiple 
outreach and growth and fellowship new fellowship starting up do you want to be one of the persons that's doing that you just make up your mind now I'm going to do this with God Father I make my decision and my commitment to you not to a man now God showed me to connect with Sangha I made a dedicated decision to God I listened to God and then I do what God shows me in that relationship and I am benefiting I am benefiting so greatly so you need to do things 100% with all your capacity do it with 100% capacity give yourself to God 100% then you will get great reward now as well as the time to come and we don't have to be thinking about end times what administration are we in? We're in the grace of ministry. Paul mentioned it. Jesus mentioned it. But there wasn't the focus. The focus was all, the focus now is the grace administration. All men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. And so that's why we focus there. So we can go off on all these different doctrines. Yeah, they're important. But there's only aspects you need to understand. So if you tell me, if you understand all the end times, what is it going to benefit you right now in this grace administration? Yes, you can explain stuff to people, but the focus is reconciling men and women back to God, the word and ministry of reconciliation. If we just focus there, everything else will fall into place. The things that we need to know and understand, God will start revealing to us. The things that we need to know about the end times, God will reveal to us. But let's get the first things first done, which is to all men to be saved. Pray for the laborers establish fellowships pray for the open doors so this is my focus and this is what I encourage the people that connect to me and it's up to them what they do in their areas I don't go to Danny's fellowship or Amber's fellowship I'll only go if I'm invited and sometimes I might not even go then but they are walking with God I don't need to keep an eye on them (laughs) I don't need to do that I don't need to keep an eye on Becky or anybody else because they're walking with God they're connecting they're following the encouragement they're getting the results so you can know who the laborers are you know who the laborers are you know the ones that are half-hearted you know the ones that are struggling because of doctrine they're getting all fearful over doctrine because they've been taught one way and they can't break that paradigm and uh, so it's man's doctrine it's not God's so anyway this is what I wanted to share God bless you you are all amazing and I love you